This episode is brought to you by my good friends at Huzo. Huzo is an acronym for human sound. Huzo delivers uniquely enhanced human toning sounds through headphones as well as through pads placed on your major acupuncture meridians on your body, which are your wrist and your ankles, thereby introducing a specific modulated frequency that are balancing and harmonizing throughout your body. One session takes about 30 minutes, and during that time, a strange series of tones create a natural resonance in your body that Huzo claims counteracts the harmful EMFs, toxins, and stresses you are exposed to during the day or just normal living, all while balancing the body, leaving you with a clear head, improved health, better sleep, and the feeling of calmness and well-being. You can try one at www.thisishuzo.com slash rebel. Use the code rebel25 to save $25. The folks at Huzo even have a great payment solution for you with terms up to 12 months. Check it out. I highly recommend this machine. It has changed my life and calmed me out. Thank you and enjoy this episode. And then sort of after I'm done with the workout, breaking my fast. It's sort of like a reward a little bit, you know, work out around 12, 1230, you're done around 1, 130. And then, you know, I'll have a, you know, a, a meal after that. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. On today's episode of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast, I am joined by Brian Grin. Brian is a personal trainer and a scratch golfer from Chicago who has had some great success with intermittent fasting for both himself and his clients. He was initially inspired when he became frustrated by his inability to achieve the same results in the gym at the age of 38 as he did at 28. Imagine that. He started with a simple strategy of pushing his breakfast back an hour at a time until he was able to comfortably adjust to eating his first meal at around noon. Consequently, Brian typically ends up eating only two meals a day. Brian and I discuss an assortment of common sense tips to make fasting work for you. In particular, be strict with your exercise so you don't have decision fatigue and willpower needed every day to stick with your plan. Move around, keep busy during your fasting periods to make time fly by faster. Clean up your diet so you can minimize glucose spikes and insulin crashes and make sure your dietary practices are a smooth fit into your busy life. I hope you enjoy this episode on fasting and my conversation with Brian. Brian Grin, welcome to the Rebel Health Coach podcast this afternoon. How are you today? Doing great, 
Tom, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to this today. I've never did a podcast on intermittent fasting. And I just realized it when I was prepping for this. So before we dig into intermittent fasting, or IF as it's called, I enjoy hearing about my guests and their backgrounds. And you being a personal trainer and scratch golfer uh, from yes. Chicago, correct? Yes, correct. How did, how did you get into this realm of intermittent fasting and personal coaching and and just how what drove you to intermittent fasting and all the things that go along with it? Yeah, so I mean, I've been in health and wellness for over 15 years and just helping people mainly with getting in shape uh, in the gym. And I realized I wanted to sort of get into more of the nutrition side of things and just got some certifications, started learning more about it. But as far as fasting is concerned, I really didn't know much about it per se, other than like obviously major religions that use it and things like that. A client of mine who was pre-diabetic, she started getting in it to her for, for herself and had some unbelievable results. And I was like, wow, I want to learn more about this. And I was just intrigued by it, just you know, studied it, started doing it for myself and realized, you know what, I want to start helping others and coaching others through this because not only did she get great results, I got some great results and just sort of went from there and just decided to start coaching people with it, uh, came out with a journal and, uh, and then a challenge and so on and so forth. So it's, it's definitely been a, a really positive influence on my life and my clients. That's great. Yeah. So let's dig in. All right. What is intermittent fasting and how does it work? Well, intermittent fasting is simply just abstaining from food. It's a voluntary abstinence of food for a certain time period. This could be a few hours to days, <laughs> depending on the individual. Yeah. So to keep it simple, you know, that's what it is. Um, what was your what was your second part of the question? And how does it work? Oh, how does it work? Well, it really just comes down to the individual and finding a time uh, to sort of, I would say, shrink their eating window and eventually uh, expand uh, their fasting time. Because we all fast per se, right? I mean, overnight fast and things like that. Uh, we're not eating overnight, obviously. But this is just a way to sort of uh, make it so you're not obviously snacking and eating all day as a lot of people are taught to do. Okay. And yeah. fasting has been around for a long time. I mean, Hippocrates did it and, you know, and it's been a religious, and the Jews do it from Friday to sun, sundown Friday to sundown on sun Saturday mm -hmm. and other religions do it and Muslims. And it's been around for a while. Like you said, we fast anyway, when we go to sleep. Right. So we're basically expanding that window. What are some of the methods of fasting? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's it seems like there's maybe a new method every day coming out, but for the for the most part, the most popular one is like 168, uh where essentially you're in a fasted state for 16 hours and you have an eating window of 8 hours. And I know you mentioned to me that this is something that you've been doing. Yeah, I like the 168 myself. I've tried other, I've tried the, you know, like I've done weekend fast or a Sunday fast, but I really like the 16, eight, I go, I usually stop eating at seven and I'll go to 11, 1130. 
Matter of fact, I'm still fasting right now. Yeah. And uh, so that's my favorite, but there's there's other ones available. So what are some of the other ones besides the 16-8? There's a whole uh, society out there, I guess you would say, that does one meal a day, right? And that could be fasting for being in a fasted state for 20 hours and then having a four-hour eating window or doing it for 23 hours and a one-hour uh, eating window. So there's, there's that. There's also people who uh, do alternate day fasting where they have a normal eating schedule one day and then they fast the next day and they just keep alternating back and forth. You know, there's obviously extended fasts and things like there's something called 5-2, which essentially they eat regular schedule for five days and then do a two-day fast. Is there a right way? I would say no. I think it depends on, on, the, on the individual, what they're looking to gain from fasting um, and what they've done in the past and sort of their eating history. So there is no perfect method and it depends on their life. Like, for example, you really like 16-8. I per se, I did 16-8 for a while and I've been going back and forth between that and one meal a day. I go back and forth depending on what my schedule is like. Okay. Now, here's a question I get asked a lot mm-hmm. when I talk to people about fasting. What actually breaks a fast? <laughs> yeah, so it's a great question. It's probably a question we'll always, we're gonna, you're always going to hear. I would say the easiest and simplest way to think about it is whatever has calories will break a fast. Okay. Whatever has any caloric intake will break a fast. Does that mean that you can't, you know, if someone really wants to get into it and they love their coffee and, you know, coffee per se doesn't have calories, you know, there might be a small, small amount, but, you know, do they, and they want to add some cream into it. If that's going to help them get through, uh, get through the fast, you know, I'm all for that. I don't think, you know, unless for, you know, unless they, they said, you know, I just want to do a water fast. I would say that would be the most traditional and like black and white way to do it. But if someone wants to have um, a little bit of coffee or tea, really those don't have calories. So it, it per se is not going to really break your fast um, as much as obviously having a meal. Yeah, I'm just, what about, because I add coconut oil to my coffee in the morning. So does that break, technically break the fast? You add coconut oil? Yes. I mean, there are calories in coconut oil, mainly coming from fat, right? And so I would say if you're going to do that, yeah, per se, you might like hypothetically break your fast. But, you know, again, you're having healthy fat and you're not going to cause an insulin spike. So really, you can, if your goal is ketosis per se, you know, to start using your, you know, getting in, you know, getting into your ketones and using that for energy, you still can get into that. And that's why, you know, the whole keto diet has become really popular because people are, you know, having a lot of fats and they're staying and they're keeping their insulin levels really low. So I would say there's nothing wrong with that. If you said you're doing fasting because, you know, you want to get into like autophagy, like a cell cleansing way of doing things, I would say then you're better off just doing a water fast. Okay. All right. So let's dive into the benefits because a lot of people don't fully understand the benefits. I mean, weight loss is definitely, weight loss and belly fat Mm-hmm. Are probably the one that most people do it for, but there's a whole cluster of great 
benefits from intermittent fasting. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things is is just like if if you if you abstain from eating and your body and, and just leave your body alone, <laughs> your body will heal. You know, it'll help with inflammation. It can reduce oxidative stress. You know, it just sort of lets your body repair on another on another level. Also, digestive issues. It's like how many people do you know that get sick? They don't want to eat anything, right? <laughs> right. Like, you know, a dog gets sick and they won't eat their food, right? So it, it, it's an in, it's intuitive thing, I think, for your body that if you leave it alone and you don't, you know, you don't start eating food, that your body will heal on itself. And that was what I was sort of mentioning with the cell cleansing and autophagy: is the body will um, the body will recycle its bad cells and 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 get rid of things that were maybe causing whether it's inflammation or whatever it is. Um, and yeah, you, you, you know, start feeling better. Yeah. And I, I've known like, uh, like I have a, a history of Alzheimer's in my family. Not that I'm a huge proponent. I mean, there's, it, there is a thing called genetics, sure. but it's there, but also, you know, because you have a gen, because I have a family history of Alzheimer's, Genetics is a lot like a loaded gun. If you, it's not going to go off until somebody pulls the trigger. Right. So if you, if I know I have a history, like I know I have, I did a genetic test on myself once. And I have a history or a loss of hearing runs in my family as well, and I definitely pulled the trigger on that by watching too many Metallica concerts. <laughs> so I have a history. My, my hearing is not the best at sixty-one, but. Therefore, you know, if I if you have a family history of Alzheimer's, you may benefit from fasting. I also know that it's been used to prevent cancer or help cancer patients get through the chemotherapy and reverse cancer. Right. Uh, these are things that could happen. I mean, I'm not I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to suggest people say, "Well, I'm going I've got cancer." Tom told me to quit eating or start fasting. Right. But that that sugar thing, that the whole insulin resistance and lower and basically reversing type two diabetes is it can be added to this too. Correct. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, eat you know, obviously improving your eating, what you're eating, and and there there has been some links with with fasting and and perhaps um, helping with Alzheimer's. Um, I think the verdict is still out on that, but yes, I mean, like I actually just pulled up a study, 2017 meta-analysis of 27 studies found that sleep problems, well, this is sleep problems raise the, the risk of cognitive impairment. So sleep is another thing, right? You know, I think if you tackle sleep, health, you know, healthy eating, uh, meal timing and exercise, right? I think, you know, you're obviously going to find positive benefits, but right. yeah, yeah. Who should not use intermittent fasting? Yeah, I mean, I would say that for the most part, most people can do it. Now, if you're underweight, uh, obviously pregnant, breastfeeding, and if you're someone that maybe needs some medical attention, supervision, you probably might be able to if you need super, you might, you just might need some medical supervision. If you're underweight, pregnant, or breastfeeding, I would not fast. But if you, if you, if you know, if you're diabetic or maybe have gout or some serious medical conditions, you probably just want some, you're going to want some supervision if you're going to get into fasting. 
so somebody like yourself or you know or myself but i don't do coaching anymore per mm-hmm. se uh it's good to reach out to somebody who's very good at it or knows what they're doing i i think so i mean i think i think it's important to ha- to have a few people and talk to someone who's done it before um everyone's a little bit different but you know i i like to teach for people especially with with the journal is ease your way into it you know if you're if you're really used to eating breakfast right away and eating something throughout the day you know maybe push back breakfast an hour and do that for a few days instead of eight o'clock eating right away, wait till nine. And then you're like, oh, this is not so bad. Then you can push it back again until, oh, you, by the time you know it, you're at noon and you're, and you know, you're, you're already doing 16, eight, uh, per se. But I think that's a great way to start is just sort of ease your way into it. And that's how I start. Is that how you started? Just yeah. by cutting it back an hour every day, cutting it back an hour every day. And I actually remembered like one of the first days. I did it. I was doing it and I was going to go to like play golf. So I decided to just say, hey, you know, what? I'm just going to go play golf in a fasted state. And I, I mean, since I was so brand new with it, it was not easy to do. And I remember being on the course and like, wow, <laughs> I'm just not feeling this. You know, now I can do it. I mean, I could play and it's not even a big deal. I don't even think about it. So it, it's like anything else. It's like any, like, you know, if you start working out, ease yourself into it until it becomes second nature. There's a lot of people that work out in a fasted state, and unfortunately, I don't work out till five thirty, usually five thirty or six thirty at night. So, there, if I was to fast that long, I'd be really skinny. <laughs> but I, so I can't really. It's hard for me to fat work out in a fasted state. But I know a lot of people are big proponents of a workout in the morning during a fasted state. Have you tried that as a personal trainer? Yeah, I've tried it all. Well, I can't say I've tried it all. But yes, I, 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 I've tried it all for myself to feel, to see how I would feel both working out in a fasted state, also working out with uh, a, you know, a, a pre-workout drink and this and that. I would say that we're, I enjoy working out in a fasted state. Occasionally, sometimes what I'll do is maybe, you know, if I want a little bit of a jump, just do a little bit of black coffee or some type of caffeine before the workout. But yeah, no, I, I working out in a fasted state, I, I definitely feel more energized. And actually, since the quarantine, I've been doing more of a midday workout, which I enjoy. And then sort of after I'm done with the workout, breaking my fast. It's sort of like a reward a little bit, you know, work out around 12, 1230, you're done around 1, 130. And then, you know, I'll have a, you know, a, a meal after that. And I, okay. yeah, I've been enjoying that. Now, but you could, you could do it. <laughs> no, I was gonna say you could do it. But right. it just, it's just it's just my my timing of my days. I, I'd have to get I'd have to adjust a lot of things. And I just I'm so busy adjusting everything else that I don't have time to adjust my schedule. <laughs> right. Well, hey, if working out at, at five, five thirty works for you and I mean Yeah, I go. can't go I know for myself I can't go much past six thirty to for workout because that's even the six thirty or seven thirty workout. That's late. That's late. Yeah, yeah. and it I, I just does it kiboshes my sleep right right and then you're eating later too right right and, right so I, that 5 30 zone that 5 30 4 30 5 30 time frame it works great for me but it's different for everybody i mean especially these days with covid i mean or the or a quarantine or whatever you want to call it it's hard i mean 
a lot of gyms are still closed. You know, and I, is your gym open? Yeah, we've opened back up. I'm more on a limited basis as far as letting the amount of people in, uh, but we can socially distance and things like that in the gym. So we are we are open. But but I've gotten you know I, I work out sometimes in a gym, but I've gotten used to working out at home, and uh, it's been yeah I don't know so, yeah. yeah it works. Hey you, yeah you. Are you frustrated with understanding your recent lab work? Does your primary care physician say your labs are normal, but you still feel sick? Yeah, I've been there. I know that feeling. In my approach, when working with clients, my only concern is to achieve optimum results for you. I truly believe in a test-don't-guess philosophy and getting to the root cause of dysfunction in the body which is why I created this free lab tracker report so that you can fully understand your lab results and start to feel exceptional again. To get my free lab tracker report, text REBEL to 66866. When you download my free lab tracker, you will finally understand how to decipher your optimal ranges for your lab work, why you aren't feeling well, even though your lab work is normal, which lab results actually matter? The truth about this will actually shock you. No more wondering what all those numbers actually mean. My free lab tracker helps you understand the results of your lab evaluations so that you can take action toward better health starting today. It will be a relief when you get it and no longer have to wonder what all those numbers actually mean. So, download my free lab tracker right now and take the first step to optimal health. Text REBEL to 66866. Again, that's REBEL to 66866. This episode of the Rebel Health Coach podcast is sponsored by Himalaya Botanique Toothpaste. Your mouth is a gateway to your microbiome. Therefore, it is very important you avoid commercial toothpaste with harmful chemicals. As many of you know already, the oral mucosa or the inside of your mouth has a great capacity to absorb very quickly any kind of chemicals that can bypass the GI tract and enter into the system really fast, which is why I use and recommend to my clients Himalaya Botanique Toothpaste. Sometimes using natural toothpaste can feel like a trade-off. Sure, it is great to ditch the SLS and artificial flavors, but brushing with natural toothpaste can feel flat and bland, leaving your mouth with an unclean feeling. I have tried many toothpaste that either taste like baking soda or I don't feel really work. Himalaya Botanique, our sponsor for today's episode, is a toothpaste that is free from fluoride, SLS, and artificial colors and flavors. But unlike other similar toothpaste, they do not compromise on flavor or performance. Himalaya toothpaste is always bursting with foam and flavor. Interested in trying it for yourself? Get 20% off a Himalaya Botanique toothpaste on Amazon with the discount code REBELHEALTH. Check out the show notes for more details on this episode's sponsorship with Himalaya Botanique. Enjoy the rest of the show. 
before we dig into your your website and your fasting journal, mm-hmm. and which I'm looking forward to getting my hands on. Yeah. What are some of your top tips for intermittent fasting? Yeah. So a few of my top tips for a successful fast would be one, stay busy. Right. I'm sure you notice this on days that you're really busy. Like, oh, I missed the meal. I didn't even notice. <laughs> you know, so the days that you know you stay busy, maybe you're not in the house, you're out and about, those are great days to start and do a fast. Also, um, you know, make sure you're drinking water, staying hydrated. I would say maybe add a little bit of some quality sea salt in that water just to get some minerals. And also just to let you know that, you know, with hunger waves come and go, right? And I think, I think if you've never done fasting before, it can be like fearful. Like I remember I used to feel one inkling of hunger and then I would like want to grab like a kind bar or like something. And now it's like, I don't fear it. You know, like you sort of, I, get, I think one thing with fasting is you understand <clears throat> how your body is and how you react. And if a little bit of hunger comes, it usually just goes. And having, you know, having even water can help. Tea, <clears throat> like I mentioned before, a black tea or, a, you know, like a, a warm drink can help as well. Even sparkling water. I find I like sparkling water. On some days when I do longer fasts, I really like to use sparkling water. And then also what can help with the fast is if you're eating clean and having a satiating, you know, meal, like a good, you know, good meal that's, you know, nutrient dense and, and, and doesn't have a lot of, you know, refined carbs and things like that. I think that will help you when you're in a fasted state. Yeah. I experienced that a little bit over this past weekend. I, uh, was at an uh, event for the weekend mm-hmm. in Kentucky, and we had biscuits and gravy for breakfast, which I don't recommend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I usually don't have them ever. Right. But this, for some reason, I somebody got ordered it and it looked good, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna do that. And man, I noticed that my blood sugar just. Yeah. Just soared. Right. And then he probably crashed. Oh, it crashed hard. And we were in the, yeah, and we were going to eat lunch and we never got a chance to. And then by five o'clock, I was, I was hangry. Yeah. I was, you know, when they told me it was an hour and a half wait to get into the restaurant, I just blew up. (laughs) I was like, okay, wait a minute. I got to eat. Yeah. So, I think when you're fasting, it's best, and like you said, clean. Eat, eat a clean meal. Eat a clean meal. Have you know? Have plenty of protein. You know, healthy fats. You know, avoid just like refined carbs. Um, I mean, if there's one thing with this whole quarantine is just like I've I've cooked a lot for myself and right. my wife. We've cooked a lot. That's you know, eighty ninety percent of the meals, and we're. When you're when you're cooking yourself and you know what's going in your food, I think that's a, another great step to getting getting on the on the yeah, right it's track. A huge bonus, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, but I think the biggest thing if someone's starting out with with intermittent fasting is what's great about it is the simplicity of it, the flexibility of it. Right? You know, if you're traveling and you don't feel like eating a certain meal, you can just you know you have no issues with skipping meals. It just it just really gives you flexibility. You don't rely on food as much, right? You, you, it's more or less based on your schedule and works for you as opposed to, you know, I know everything for the most part is for most people, it's based around, well, when am I eating and what, you know, what am I eating? And yeah, I, I just think it gives you that flexibility. 
on a day-to-day basis. Now, if you add lemon to your water, will that break your fat? That won't break your fast at all because there's no calories. Right, right. So that's that's a good one too. Yeah, Yeah. I like lemon water. Right. No, that's a good one. It's a good sort of helps, you know, you know, lemon's great for detoxification and it's a great thing to add the water, especially if you just don't want to drink it plain. But sparkling water is good too. Have you done sparkling? Yeah, I've done sparkling. I've got a couple cans in the refrigerator. I try and go to Sprouts or uh, Whole Foods and get my sparkling water because a lot of the sparkling water on the shelf. At, it's not uh, that, yeah. It's, it's, you know, well, once Coca-Cola got involved with sparkling water, it went to hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coca-Cola is like Satan. Anything it touches turns to hell. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm not sponsored by Coca-Cola. No, right. <laughs> anyway, that's a whole nother subject. Yeah. Let's talk about there's a lot of apps in the market. I particularly use zero. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about your fasting journal. I, I recently ordered it and it's on its way to me. It's a basically a 21 day program. The journal's 21 days, correct? Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big pl- fan of simple things. So I, I think this this journal really fits into that guide and I'm going to use it for clients definitely and refer them to your website to order it. But let's talk about how the journal came about Mm -hmm. and, and also your 21 day challenge you have also. Yeah. So the, the journal came about, I'm sort of old school. I know there's apps now and stuff, but I do like to write things down. I still write down my schedule and a calendar. <laughs> so I guess I'm old school, but I, you know, I came up with the journal. God, it's been a few years now. And I, I wanted a guide to help with clients. And I just thought it would be easiest to just have a written journal out. I didn't see that many on the marketplace. <clears throat> I know the apps have become big, but I just wanted a way for them to learn about fasting, learn about what to eat. And then why they, you know, why they should do certain things. You know, I put like common questions. So it's just, it's really a guide to get that individual into fasting. And it also, they're going to write in it on a daily basis. So it holds them accountable. They're going to put their, their measurements in there. They're going to say how many hours of sleep they've had, how many, how much water, what activity did they do today, whether it was a workout activity or maybe some type of de-stressing activity. And then they're also going to put in there how long their fasting time and their feeding times were along with what they ate. So I I really do think it just encompasses everything that an individual would want if they were looking for just a guided way to get into fasting and to just learn more about what their daily habits are. Um, And it gives them tips and fun fasting facts so they can learn a little bit more about that. And yeah, so that was the main reason I started it was just to help people and guide them on their way to, to make fasting a lifestyle change. Yeah, I, I like. I think I have an app. I use Zero because right. it's free. Sure, but it does, the only thing it really I only use it for is to set the clock. <laughs> right. You know, I don't use it to record all that information. And I think somebody who's be just getting into fasting, I think writing it down to your point is the best way to learn your body. Also, because if you're just starting out fasting, you most people don't know how their body's going to react. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's like anything, you know, like you, you, you're right. You, you, you sometimes you don't even realize what you're eating or how much you're eating until you actually write it down. 
And so I think journaling, I've always been a fan of it. And that's why I wanted to come up with a guide where people could actually write things down as opposed to just like an app. Yeah. And I think it also makes you more conscious of things as well. Writing it down makes you more conscious of, hey, why did I get hungry? And you're going to go back in your journal and say, see what you ate and say, okay, well, this probably spiked my blood like biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. If I was writing down biscuits and gravy to break my fast with, which is where the word breakfast come from is breaking the fast. Right. I would see that, hey, I just loaded my body with a bunch of garbage <laughs> and caused the insulin spike. Therefore, it pretty much ruined my whole day. So if you if you write it down, I think you make it more conscious. The sleep part, I like the sleep idea because sleep is a big proponent of all of this. Sure. And quality sleep is a big proponent of all of this. And uh, proponent of all this. Woo. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, you could be you could be doing a lot of the other things we're talking about, but you know, workout, even fasting, things like that. But if you're not getting quality sleep, you know, then you know it's tough to get your health in line to to really where you want to go. So that would be a obviously, I, I, honestly, I think the number one proponent is to work on quality sleep. And and one thing that can help, and I know you mentioned this for you, is you know you have a time when you stop eating, right? You pick seven o'clock. I think you said seven or eight right. o'clock. But I think that's so that that's a great first step. I tell people is like pick a time where you're going to stop eating and close the kitchen, because not only that is that going to help get you in a fasted state sooner, but it's also going to you know you're not eating late, and it, it it will and will help with quality of sleep and 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 get you know help you sleep better and, and, and then just sort of get you going for the next day. So that's a great place to start is just pick a time, pick a time. close that, close that kitchen. <laughs> well, you also have to close the bottle too. I mean, you can't say I'm going to stop eating at eight and then turn oh, around right. and pour a glass of bourbon you know, <laughs> or a glass yes, of wine. Yeah. Cause Good that's, point. you know, so eating and drinking, <laughs> you know, cause that's, I know a lot of people at night like to wind down with a glass of alcohol or two, right. you know, but I think it's a, it's a, you have to make a conscious effort to say, okay, if I'm going to have this glass of wine, that's breaking, that's my, my fast that I started at yeah. seven o'clock, my glass of wine at nine o'clock screwing up my fast. No doubt about it. I was going to say cool. uh, the book is, is on your, I'm going to put the link in the, in the show notes for your book, but what about, Let's talk about your 21-day challenge. What is included in the 21-day challenge? Yeah, I'm excited about the 21-day challenge. Uh, this is something that's fairly new. I mean, I've had it out for a little while. But actually, the 21-day challenge is essentially, it's very similar to the, to the journal in a sense that they're going to be, they're going to get daily emails. They're going to also get a PDF of the journal. Uh, they won't get a hard copy. Uh, but they, they can get that as they go through, but they're going to get a PDF of the journal. They're also going to get a few bonuses. They're going to get, I did a masterclass where I, I did a Q and a regarding fasting. So they get like a, a video masterclass. Yeah. So they're going to be held accountable in a sense, I guess, virtually right through emails and things like that. Um, and then a few bonuses. Um, I have, a, I have a few guides in there to help them as well, as far as answer questions and things like that. And really, I, the challenge was sort of the same reason I did the journal, right? Just to get people to take action. That's the most important thing, right? Especially during these, I mean, 
the we got the quarantine fifteen now. So and yeah. you know oh, the quarantine fifteen. I haven't heard that, but okay, yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, or no. it used to be the COVID ten or whatever, but I think it's gone to the quarantine. Gone to fifteen. <laughs> now that it's been how many months now? Yeah, I don't even know. I call. I lost. I quit counting. Yeah, but I mean, people want to lose weight, and we're going into the holidays, which throws a whole other wrench into your diet. Also, too, like just saving money. I mean, I know like, obviously this can be a tough time for a lot of people, small businesses and things like that. I mean, skipping, you think about you skip a meal, you know, that you do, you do save, you know, I wouldn't say that should be the only reason you start fasting, but you do save money, you save time too. I found like, for me, the time is a big one. And I'm sure it is for you too, is, you know, you'll probably do all your most productive things in the morning in a fasted state as I do, you know? Um, and I just feel energized. I, for for me, it's it's less about the, the body, you know, weight, and more about the mental acuity part of things. I mean, I think that's been the biggest like bonus from intermittent fasting. Oh, after, yeah, after, I I feel that every day. I mean, the 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 clarity of, that intermittent fasting brings to your brain is amazing. You know, it, it just yeah. I, I like I'll fast until well, and noon. You know, and the other thing. Is I don't usually break my fast with the breakfast food either, which okay. a lot of people think, you know, I have to break my fast with breakfast. Well, you know, no, I break my, I'll break my fast when we're done recording here with probably a salad, mm-hmm. you know, but it doesn't really matter what you break your fast with. It's just, you know, a good quality food is a yeah, point I'd like I mean, to it, make. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, the longer extended fasts, then then getting into what you're going to break it with is a little more important. If you're just fasting midday like you're doing, yeah, I mean, you can you can pretty much, I mean, you want to eat something clean, you know, and, and whole foods. But yeah, I, I think a good way to break a fast is even like a soup, especially if it's new to you. You just want to sort of wake up the digestive system. So just a, a good quality, like a bone broth is great as well. But yeah, a salad, maybe some, you know, I like I like breakfast foods. Per se, like mainly eggs. So right. I do, I do have, I do like a lot of eggs, um, or avocado, or even some, some, um, you know, some salmon or things like that. Yeah, not biscuits and gravy. Mm. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. I learned yeah. from. My- well, you were in the south, so you know. You yeah, were- yeah, true. I'm right. always in the south. <laughs> That's true. why. True. <laughs> yeah, I was in Michigan. We, you're in Chicago. I'm in right? Chicago. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to be. I used to live in Michigan. So, oh, all right. So you're from. You're a Midwesterner. Yes, I am. You can tell by my nasally talk. Oh yeah, right away. <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts in Chicago are you? I'm about thirty minutes north of the city. Okay. Yeah, I don't live in the city anymore. Towards Waukegan. So, towards Waukegan, not that okay. far. Okay. All right. So. I'm going to put the links to the show notes for your journal and the challenge if you want to get in the challenge. One question I have for you are some who are you some of your fasting gurus that you follow? I mean, mm-hmm. Dr. Jason Fung is one of mine. Yeah, me too. He's the one that actually got me going into it. I read his books. And um so I still follow him. So, yeah, I would say he's probably been my biggest influence and and got me going into it and um you know, he has a few Partner partnerships that he's gotten 
with as well. There's something called the Die Doctor um, and things like that. But yeah, no, I would say J- Dr. Jason Fung is probably my biggest influence as far as learning about fasting. And I do, I do, uh, Dave Ashbury and Ben Greenfield, those are a couple of, those are a couple of my other two, two that I have that I go to that have entered this fasting world because fasting has become, even though it's been around for eons, it's actually become very popular. Right. Because of the weight loss proponent of it. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's become a little bit more mainstream. You know, you won't hear it from too many big food companies or, you know, because no one no one makes money when you fast, right? So, right. <laughs> so you're not you're probably you're gonna hear it from thought leaders, right? People right. like yourself or myself or who you know, Paul Saladino is another guy that I oh, follow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul Saladino. Yeah. What so, about uh, what are some things you'd like to leave the listeners with regarding fasting or regarding where to find you? And yeah, well, I mean, regarding fasting, I, I would say that if they're if if, if, they're, if they're looking to get started, I think the best way to get started, for me at least, and with the journal and and the challenge, is to ease your way into it. Because I think if you go full bore. And say, oh, I'm going to go till one, two o'clock. I've never done it before. I don't really, you know, I, and you have a bad experience. You're not going to want to do it again. You know, you, most people get scared. They don't want to do it again or they're fearful. So I would say ease your way into it. And once you realize, oh, you know, it's not a big deal if I push back a meal a little bit and then you just continually do that, I think you'll just realize that it really isn't a big deal and you'll be more apt to do it over the long haul. Because I think with any of this stuff, it's all about being consistent something that you're doing day in, day out, week in, week out. And in order to get results, you have to be consistent. Um, so that would be my number one tip as far as fasting is ease into it. Um, also, one other thing we didn't even mention is don't you don't have to tell every, anyone that is not going to be supportive. Um, I think there's people who hear the word fasting and they think of starvation, which is not. Uh, but only tell really people who, who are supportive and who have your back uh, if you're going to get into it as well. And where do people, where can people find you? You know, best place is probably my website, briangrin.com. I'm doing a little facelift that's been coming in the next few months, but uh, most of my stuff's up there and uh, they can learn about uh, the challenge and things like that. Um, 20, the, the challenge page is 21dayfastingchallenge.com. Uh, but my, my main, main site has, has everything, briangrin.com as well. So. And grin is spelled G R Y N. N, just one N. So B R I A N and G R Y N. All right. One, one question I ask all my guests mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with this topic it, or any topic. Well, it does have a, it's a topic, it's music. If, oh. if Brian Grin had 30 to 40 minutes or 45 minutes to chill, what album or artist would you put on? Well, it's funny you asked about music because I'm learning piano and I'm really enjoying that. If I was just chilling and since I've gotten into piano, you know, I would say that I'd probably listen to some type of piano medley. If not that, I, you know, I'm a fan of, you know, 80s. I don't know. I mean, like um, 80s and 90s music. So Coldplay, Dave okay. Matthews. Okay. You know? <laughs> I love Dave Matthews. Yeah, that's fan. that's a good one. I don't know if it's yeah, it is kind of chill. It can be. Some of it yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would go with that. I'm not a 
too big of a fan of the the new some a lot of the new age stuff. But no, um, no, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. either. I don't know where that's ever going to go. If, no, you know, to each their own. Yeah, I know. Anyway, that's all I've got today. I appreciate you reaching out to me and because I've wanted to yeah. do one on intermittent fasting. And when you came up, I was like, wow, let's do this. So I'm, yeah, I'm thank, glad you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've, I've enjoyed it. And um, uh, yeah, I want to I know how, how the journal is. So you got to report back to me. I will, definitely. I'll definitely. And I'll pass it on with uh, my clients and in the future, for sure. Because it's... it's uh, it is a difficult task getting started, but once you get started and realize the benefits of it and feel the benefits of it, it's a major game changer, in my opinion. I agree. Especially I for agree. weight loss and mental clarity. Yeah. And, no, infl- I, I mean, and inflammation. Yeah, for a yeah. lot of different avenues. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.